anyway. <laughs> Welcome back. This is absolute shambles. Uh, it is a podcast in which we discuss uh, mostly through sidebars and sidebars within sidebars and tangents within sidebars. Films picked at random from a curated form of my to watch list. Some of the films I've seen before, most of the films I haven't. We'll set the film, um, you know, two, a week or two weeks ahead, and then the idea is you watch the film and then we all kind of like discuss it about it and we'll open right up with this week's film long days journeys a night from 2018 uh, although the original chinese title translates literally as last evenings on earth uh Ooh. it's uh directed by by gan mm. and uh yeah it's um yeah one of the more recent films we covered um, not the most recent film, but well, actually, hang on. No, I, I think it is. Come it is yeah. the most recent film. Yeah, yeah because the, yeah, the, the next most recent year. film was Haggis, Haggis Zuzla. Zuzla. I believe, for 2017. Mm. Yeah. Um, so yeah, this is the most recent film we've got. Just beat it. Um, yeah. And See, uh, we, we do talk about things from this decade. Yeah. yeah. Well, not this decade, but yeah, this millennium. <laughs> yeah. I think it might. I think it's also the first Chinese film we've covered. I want to say. Well, we've mostly been where you fall been... with the whole Hong Kong situation. You know? I mean, actually, that's true. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Jackie Chan. Let's yeah. not get. Uh, who do we start Jackie Chan with? is Let's Chinese. He's he's from Hong Kong. It, it's well, yeah. it gets complicated. Uh, yeah, it gets. There's a whole thing. The whole <laughs> the whole political situation going on right now, Karen. You see, yeah, where Hong Kong has returned. Let's not discuss it too much. Um, <laughs> it's it's really complicated, and it's a, it's, it's a bit on my field. Um, <laughs> This is the Politics Podcast. We're just here to have a good time watch movies, you know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, actually, there's a mm, so, yeah. there's a whole like film preservation issue actually going on in Hong Kong right now. Oh no! So it's film <laughs> Uh Anyway, um, shit. Just due to the fact that the Chinese government is now in control. Uh, there's yeah. Oh, anyway. Um, Anywho. Yeah. So yeah, most recent film. I'm not going <laughs> to attempt to pronounce the. I, I briefly attempted to pronounce the Chinese title, and failed. Um, horribly. Sure, look. I want to hear your go at it. <sighs> That's a lot of go. I'm pretty sure it's <laughs> Di Chu Sui Ho Di Ye Huang. I think that was perfect. Hey, that definitely sounds more Chinese than English. So, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm reading the opinion. The opinion's always a bit weird because it's like not directly relatable to English. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, anyway. And it stars... Um, uh, it stars uh, Tang Wei, Joy Huang, Sylvia Chang, and Hong Qing, Hong Chi Li. Nice pronunciation. Um, and uh, yeah, it's uh, it's a movie. It's a it's like. a it's a it's a movie and a half. I want to say it's a doozy. It's a doozy. Yeah. Um, so let's like, let's fucking dig in. I want to get you guys' initial Piece impressions on this because I so this is one of the films that that was on my list that I've seen before. And I really wanted to rewatch it with you guys to get your impressions on it and kind of discuss it a bit. Because uh, I think it's a film worth discussing. Um, yeah. Uh, especially sure. in the context of like recent films and all that kind of stuff. And the kind of films that I like to watch. So, uh, who wants to lead us in here? Here and Ryan. Who, who, who has a burning desire to unleash their well, thoughts you, you, upon this film? 
you you pick, Calm. You're the moderator. Oh, fuck. I like I like I like getting you to pick. It puts a lot mm. of pressure on. I like it. Oh, tell you what. Tell you what. Tell you what. I heard a bit from, from <laughs> you in chat on this, Kieran. So let's actually start off with Ryan. I want to start All off right. like a, a complete unknown here. What did you think of this film? Who are you, Ryan? <laughs> <laughs> complete um, unknown. <laughs> I thought this. <laughs> Just tabula rasa. Never talked to you before. I thought this movie is fucking. Beautiful man, it was on ring. Um, I couldn't when I, when I was watching, it, I was like, I'm, I'm gonna have to try and like talk about this and explain this. And I was getting a wee bit caught up in that, but I, I don't really, I still don't really know how to talk about it or explain it. It was kind of like a like a, I don't want to say like, like a dream because that's yeah, come on, <laughs> like an experience. Like um, hmm. it's kind of indescribable. Like you just. You watch it, maybe I, I, yeah, no, it's just fucking beautiful. It was breathtaking. Yeah. First half, I'm still a bit confused in the plot, so maybe you'll be able to help me out that, with that because I feel like I was lost in it. Um, it was unreal and technically like, like stupidly well composed and shot, oh. and the whole second half was like nearly not cut at all or had no cuts, zero cuts, one shot, mm-hmm. wasn't it for a fucking like. Hour, hour and a half or something it's a 59 minute shot uh, which is just oh, we'll get into we'll that, get that. Uh, it's ludicrous we'll uh, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus so like yeah. fucking breathtaking I suppose is the way it's summed up but also fucking deeply confusing because I, I didn't care that I didn't really know what was going on because it was just so poetic and lovely and yeah. oh and just well made, and you could tell it was like very detail oriented, and, and that was just fantastic. Mm. Fucking class. So, um, yeah, well, I, geez, I had some journey watching this. <clears throat> so, I, I kind of, I kind of equate my experience to. Do you remember, Callum? Uh, we were talking about um, Doctor Sleep before. And um, there's that scene, the scene with the with the baseball kid. Oh yeah, yeah. And uh, and in the making of that, basically in the making of that, the um, the uh, actors that played the the cult of vampires that are killing this child before the scene, they're all kind of like you know just getting hyped up, like full of swag, but like yeah, we're the monsters, ha, we're gonna kill this kid, yeah, we're the bad guys. And the kid was like, meanwhile, off on his own, rehearsing it, and then came in and just like went so like you know just ton ten. And like screaming his head off, and like it was distressing, and like they just had like a complete like turnaround, like they're all crying, and like you know, yeah, yeah. just like completely broken down. So I I kind of I kind of my experience a little bit to that with this film because uh, I started off, I was watching the first half, and I was like, nah, not into this. This is just like looks beautiful, like obviously, mm. but I was like, I think like just kind of the. In the first, this is in the first half. I kind of, I just felt like it was almost like just pure visual, you know, like sure. it's amazing, but like I wasn't really getting much else from it. Right. And yeah, I was like, yeah, yeah. and I was like, ah, Cal- this just, you know, Callum fucking give me some wanky fucking shite to watch, <laughs> whatever. I don't care about this film. I don't give a shit. And then just got absolutely blindsided at the halfway point. And then by the end, I was like, 
it's a I was just broken down entirely and like it's a masterpiece. Yeah. <laughs> um which is Jesus, it was like such a great journey. Like literally like come like from you know, one end of the scale to the other within the space of it. And yeah, as far as the experience of the film, like yeah, same same as you run, like it's like it's kind of like a pure sort of experience, like mm. um like like time kind of ceased to exist as I was watching it. Yeah, I was watching yeah. it like bed, like really dark. <laughs> and I was like mm. about to go to sleep right afterwards and I was like kind of drifting in and out with it. It was oh Yeah, yeah. And um yeah, that's that's pretty interesting, really, I suppose, yeah, just like I mean by the end of it um I still was slightly unsure as to how I really felt. Um yeah, part of me still was kind of like, yeah, it's an amazingly beautiful film and very well made, but is that all there is to it? But then I woke up today and I like, couldn't stop thinking about it. So, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And like, here's the thing about there that go, first like... half is like, initially it does seem like kind of a parade of disjointed, you know, beautiful shot scenes of this guy just kind of wandering around. Yeah, uh, like poetic dialogue. and Yeah. But then like, the entire second half pays all of it off, right? Because everything's exactly. seeded throughout that first half. Exactly. All of exactly. all of the like dream imagery and all of the like motifs and everything are all present in some form or another, mm. uh, whether obvious or disguised or, or obfuscated or like, um, or that kind of thing, or like even just mentioned, right? Mm. Um, and and that's what. Made me appreciate this like massive like we're going to talk about the Warner obviously. Um, that's what made this like massive, huge Warner like so good because it has so much meaning. Yeah. It's I think it's doing something with it. It's not just do it, doing it to be flashy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Another like another classic example of like a fantastically well used Warner. Like when like when they use well, my God, they're incredible. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I was talking. I mentioned Hill House before we started recording. Uh, like halfway through that, haunting of Hill House. Halfway through that, there's an episode that has a huge fucking wonder. I remember it's hearing like almost, about that. There's like a bunch of. It's a big long take, where it's, it's going through like various flashbacks and things, right? Yeah, yeah. It? It's it's like a third of the episode or more even. Yeah, yeah. And again, yeah, in, like it's like incredible to watch because like you're like you're like oh my god, this is so cool, you know. How are they doing this? <laughs> oh, this is so impressive. Um, but it serves the story and it serves the, everything that's going on. Um, yeah. 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 How, how long did it take you to realize? Well, Callum, the first time you watched it, but how long did it take you to realize that it was a one or like? The first time I watched it, I it took... <laughs> only realized I only realized it was a long take. Like, only realized like, realize, like it was a proper one, like long take, like one. Uh, when he's on the the um, the chairlift down down to the town. Um, mm. uh, and, he, and then I realized like the whole preceding sequence before that when he's in the mine was also part of this same shot and I was like oh fuck <laughs> oh shit here oh, we go <laughs> fucking strap in lads uh, yeah. like, See, I didn't know, I didn't know where like, it began because like... yeah I, I think I realized it around the same point maybe uh, even mm. after because like, well, oh, it... they followed him the whole way down the thing I think it was yeah. when he got into the town and didn't cut away. I was like, wait, when did this begin? Like, yeah. well, that's, I think that's what makes it so, like, I think we're going, we're going to keep trying to discuss about it, this, this one, but, like, I think that, like, at the most base level, 
I think that's what makes this this one so effective and so thematically resonant is that it does operate like a dream uh, because yeah. it is a dream essentially, right? You're you're witnessing a dream in real mm. time, um, mm. or or in you know, you know dream time or whatever, or, or possibly right? Like you know you know never quite sure, but like yeah, it it has the feeling of a dream, right? Because it features all of the the things that he's been talking about and thinking about for the entire rest of the film, um, and it and it kind of he kind of enters it through the movie theater, right? Um, which again, mm. that's another fucking entire layer of shit right there. <laughs> you know, he puts on the 3D glasses and then he hunkers down uh, and seems to like drift off. And, and so then, does the and audience. Then in, and then he's in the mine, but like you don't almost don't register it, right? You don't register the, the transition no, no. all that much because it's very it's very long fade, and then you're just in it, and then and then it's, yeah, it's only when you're like deep into it, like. Oh wait, hang on. Uh... <laughs> yeah, I think I actually copped it fairly quick. I think it might have been on the scooter mm. when I was like, "Hang on, was there a cut?" But then I really couldn't remember it. And yeah, that's like another like beautiful aspect of it. And uh, that's always a great like sign of a good one as well when you don't actually know no, notice it that if it's yeah, been yeah. cut or not. Yeah. yeah. Um, and sure, might as well talk about what like um, when you mentioned going the way the one starts. Um, like that was just such a fantastic moment. Like, like I, I, I jumped, I jumped out of my seat and like put and paused the, the I didn't like rinse it on YouTube. I just jumped up and paused it when the title came up. Yeah, like, yeah, the title comes up like is an it, hour into the is film. It over. <laughs> like, yeah. Is it well, over? It's like, like an hour, an hour and like five fuck? minutes, I think. It's something crazy yeah. like that, right? Directing the halfway point. Like I jumped yeah. up and paused it. Like, is it over? What? It's like hot. What the fuck? I was and, delighted. Um, I was like, "Oh, proper wee intermission." It was fantastic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I love how, um, like, uh, like that's you mentioned the three D glasses. Well, I love how um, that is like a, a mirror image of audiences watching in the cinema because the water shot, is, yeah, yeah. is is well, it still wasn't shot in three D. I think it's put it, it was converted turned into three yeah. D post production. Oh. So the audience is sat there watching the film and it comes up and they put on 3d glasses and they're you know mirroring your man like that is fucking genius as well yeah yeah because the, fir the first half of the film was, was retained in 2d and then the second half is was yeah was was shot for and then post converted to 3d yeah. really oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh. yeah um and apparently oh, that was apparently that was by gan's idea before he even had the script he just wanted to make a film mm. that did that <laughs> um <laughs> uh, yeah that would have been class, yeah. Mm. It, se it seems like that kind of, uh, that sort of process of making a film away, he had these kind of broad sort of ideas going Structural in. Structural like ideas, wanted, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's like it... more like the broad strokes and then kind of working working it out. Um, partially on the go, I think, though. I think there was, I read about a little bit of, there's like a few collaborative kind of things that happened in the shooting, like the whole Apple thing. I think that was like a, an in-shoot um, idea. That becomes a huge thematic element, though. which is massive. Like the apple thing with the horse, like yeah, what well, he's, he's eating the apple. Oh, like, eating he, is, eats oh, the eating whole thing. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because yeah. like, like, because like again, like the first apple thing time that happened in the the first half, Iman's eating the apple, and that was my moment where I had decided that I did not like the movie. You know, I was like, oh, oh. yeah, I was like, yeah, he's like a sad guy eating an apple. I guess we're gonna sit here and gonna sit here and watch him eat the whole thing. Oh yeah, class. <laughs> you know, I was just, I was just like gone at that point, and then, and then as I say, 
um, got absolutely kicked up the arse by the movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah unlike, unlike me on a second viewing, wrong. seeing that scene is just devastating. Because like you, you have all yeah. the context of, of, of all the stuff. Exactly. And that's another beautiful like way that this film's constructed is the whole like circular structure and the way mm. like it's always circling back around and stuff. Um, geez, like I, I, I'm actually equating this to Hill House again. Like that's got a load of this, similar things as well, of like things like um, the present referencing the past and the past ref- referencing the present and yeah. I didn't think I was going to make some references to Hill House here. This is weird. I didn't <laughs> either. No. Um, <laughs> but so, fuck it, they're working. Surprised so, me too. You know, uh, there, might, there may be more up my sleeve. I'll, uh, yeah, yeah, stay tuned. Keep me posted. Yeah, yeah. Um, I want to. I want to talk about one is in general. I want to talk about long, long takes and one is. Thank you, Cal. My, I, w- I, my, I wanted to do that as well. My philosophy on them. Mm. Uh, which mm. is somewhat nuanced, I want to I want to say. Okay. But I have some I have some capital O opinions uh, on, <laughs> on on one as on long takes, um, so and that is the uh, generally speaking, um, they're freaking sick. I mean, yeah, but like, so here's the thing. So here's the thing. It's like, <laughs> as te- as technically impressive as as a lot of long takes are, often they are kind of just wankery, right? They are kind of just like yeah. the filmmaker showing off and being like. Hey, look at how long I can leave, leave my camera running, um, mm, mm. and have my actors do their thing. And some, yeah, like sometimes it, it can come across as as just kind of this like you know very arch technical exercise that doesn't really have much grounding in the actual film. The opposite mm. is this film where it's entirely grounded in the actual themes of the film. And if it wasn't a long take at the end, it would actually detract from the film. Right, um, you kind of mm. you need it to be a long take in order to have that strange, the strange dreamlike feeling, um, right? Mm. Of of like drifting through this like forever nighttime town uh, through 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 scenarios that you recognize but also don't recognize. Um, mm. And then and then through that um, by Gan also, Handley gets to sneak in you know the really impressive water moments, you know, <laughs> like the handing over of the camera. And like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, even like Fly, moments, they're flying over like, the town and all that kind of shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm. yeah. Like the the look at me moments that are grounded. So it's all good. <laughs> but um, like there, but yeah, like the one that like, takes, like, takes off with the birds, and you can see. I thought it was so fucking clever. Like, it's like the camera's taking off when they're flying off. No, when they're yeah, man, that's and I don't know how, he, I don't know how he works that. taking it off the rig to make it feel like you're flying more. I was like, yeah. oh, that's fucking sick. oh, nice, incredible. Yeah. Incredible. Uh, like, and what I love about sorry, Cam, I, I will I'll go, no, go, go ahead, back go, to, go, the, go. to the well, to the dan- oh, tangent. Yeah. But um, <laughs> just um, I just I just love the element of like one is Gerald and this, and you have it in this one where you're on the edge of your seat all the time because you're aware of what's happening. You're completely invested, but you are aware of what's going on. So it's like that thing where like you're sort of wait almost waiting for and kind of dreading that it's going to fuck up and it's going to fall apart mm. and you get those moments like where the kid is taking the the shot oh yeah the table, and you're just like it's all on this guy this guy in this moment if he fucks mm. up it's all gone so that just adds so much more to the experience like yeah but go on go on apparently it took them uh seven attempts yeah fuck. yeah that was um... the second time they tried it before, 
And it was like three go three goes, and they had to replan it for like another month and a half or something. And then yeah, genuinely like virtuoso fucking filmmaking. Yeah. Um. But yeah, like like here, here's the thing is like I I think a lot of people also mistake. Uh. Also, like, think of long takes and one is in a really kind of a wrong-headed way like like i think like you know people always talk about the the wonders and long takes that are really noticeable you know yeah they talk about like mm -hmm. i don't know like the the big shot in the atonement where they're at dunkirk or whatever yeah um where it's like calling attention to itself or like all the um, children of men sure yeah yeah i like children of men a lot like don't speak a bad word about that no yeah, but, yeah. Um, oh, I'm not. But, but people Christ. never talk about long takes in terms of like I don't know Spielberg. Uh, yeah. Spielberg is always doing long takes. They're just yeah. not very long, <laughs> but they are long-ish long takes mm. where he's like doing multiple shots within one shot and all that kind of shit. Um, and it's all very like functional, right? And it works in, in entirely in service of the film. And there's a lot of stuff in lots of kind of stuff in this film as well. Like in the first section, there's a lot of long takes uh, that he does. Yeah, like, I wanted to ask you about that, Cal, because I, I was thinking back then, and I was like, geez, there must have been a few long takes back there, but I couldn't think of any, because, yeah. There are, there's, there's like, multi-minute shots right there. Um, okay. And that's yeah, the definition of long yeah. take, is a, is a shot that lasts a long time and, you know, goes through a few different, you know, uh, things that you would otherwise do as separate setups, right? That's kind of, yeah. like, what I use as my loose definition of a long take. Um, mm -hmm. Or a one-er. And, yeah, there's a lot of that in... Uh, in the first half there um and so it sort of serves to kind of i think that kind of serves to kind of lull you into that dreamlike state where yeah. then you don't notice the the length of the second half until yeah, you like, deep into it right yeah like it's subtly sort of preparing you for that experience or something yeah but then also you know it distinguishes itself by being so disjointed in the first half but then mm. when you're in second half, like it has an entirely different feel to it because everything is connected. Um, and you're mo you're moving back and forth across this like across this small village without any cuts. And you know, seeing all the characters are moving back and forth in real time. Um Yeah. Is that is that the conclusion of your um your, of your list um... of yeah commandments? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we'll return to this discussion at some point in the future, but um, but yeah, like that's the basic thing of thing of this, right? Is like I feel like people tend to celebrate one as that are very like obvious, and I I feel like that's not that's not often the best way to go. I think with this one, it strikes a nice balance where like it does call attention to itself, but mm. it's entirely it's a one of that's that's not like it's not just for for its own sake sort of thing. Yeah, no, it definitely like works in both it's ways. Very much, it's, it's very much done on purpose. Yeah, and mm. it is essential mm. to film. I think, yeah. Yeah, like like I said, like it, like with without the one, it would it would not function. Uh, exactly. Yeah. But, I like, but I like how it is kind of combined with like a little bit of like with the one as like suppose with big ones like this, there is always going to be a little bit of like you know, check it out. <laughs> look what look what. Look what <laughs> yeah, doing. yeah. But the other thing is, there's nothing wrong with that either. Like you know, no. it's like um. Yeah, it's like a like a big prog song or like a big solo or something like just <laughs> class. But there's a little bit of just like you look at me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, in this film it like absolutely serves everything, and yeah, and it it's what changed my opinion on the film. So there you go. Mm. Um. Yeah. Um. 
But yeah, what, like one is in general, just like I'm trying, I'm trying to think. Like I think this might be one of the longest long shots I've seen. To be fair, I'm aware of like a I couple it, of other examples of really long ones. But I haven't yeah, actually... like there's that there's that Russian historical film, right? Where it's going through the big palace. Seen. I haven't seen yet. Uh, mm. But it's meant to be like. Oh, what's that called? Yeah. Ah, uh, uh, Russian Russian Ark. It's called Russian Ark. Russian Ark, yeah. Yeah. So that's like an hour and a half or something. Yeah, yeah. Which presumably um, includes like you know some some stitching of shots and stuff, but like that's kind of part and parcel of of doing long takes, mm. or at least of that of lat length, you know. Especially, I think when Russian Ark was around, and that was like early digital, I want to say, so they maybe wouldn't have had the like the full range of uh, being able to record for that long, kind of thing. Um, like even right, this yeah. one with a fifty-one minute shot is kind of pushing it with digital. Yeah, you need some fucking hard drive for that. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. they were using great like, cameras too. Yeah, yeah, because the old the old limit on shots was was the length of film. You you mm. usually get about ten minutes out of a you know out of a film canister, right? So like, mm. uh, you couldn't really do like long take. Like, I think that's where a lot of Spielberg long take stuff comes from, because like he would do he Spielberg does like long takes that are like you know two four minutes sometimes. You know, very functional stuff, but like within the you know well well within what's available to him on a, on a film canister. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, when you're what, working with digital, what's, what's, you can just, like, if you've got a big enough drive, you could just kind of just keep recording. What's, um, what's your minimum minimum time for it to be a long shot? Like a um, long I would say, I would say, like, a minute, minute and a half. Like, it doesn't yeah. have to be that long to be a long take. it be higher. Because, well, because think about, how, think well, about the length of most like shots nothing. in films. Yeah. Most shots in films are not that long. Like They're, like, a couple seconds, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Well. Yeah. 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 And, and the and the long, you know, most like longish shots compared to that would be like probably yeah less than a minute. Like, yeah. But I think that's also where I add my like little additional thing of like, it needs to it needs to move through, mm. um, some different setups, right? Like, or mm. what you what we, what you would normally use as where you use the cut. Right? Yeah. Yeah, As opposed yeah. to just like one, you can like anyone can do a fucking locked off shot for a fucking half hour. Jesus, yeah, yeah. And Andy Warhol, like, <laughs> go away to fuck. Yeah. But, but this kind of filming is like what you get in a lot of older movies as well. Like, you'll get a sh- you'll get a shot that is actually moving between several shots, you know, several frames, right? But it's just moving between them rather than cutting, you know, two shot of of two characters to like a one shot of one of them to emphasize, you know, a line or something, or, mm. or that kind of thing. Um, mm. It's pretty like functional like you know steady stuff right mm. and i think that's what i like about it a lot of the time uh about a lot of the winners and long takes that i like is that they are quite functional and quite fitting you know like they they don't like again like they're not calling attention to themselves necessarily they're just fulfilling a purpose yeah uh yeah. and that is to like usually it's to hook you in as the audience and like not let you off the hook with a cut a lot of the time or you know to keep you in, within like the mood of a scene or even just on, from a filmmaking perspective d- d- the pure economics of filmmaking often it is quicker to just do like a short a short long take right um <laughs> where that's you can take in a bunch plays. of like setups rather than <laughs> rather than rather than you know s- doing a shot stopping moving a bunch of lights around you know moving the camera around setting up again you know getting mm. the getting the actors back on their marks next shot you know rather than doing that like you you just like you hit all those marks but you do it within one take 
uh, and it's just faster, right? Yeah, the the short the short long take is the unsung hero of cinema. <laughs> <laughs> Those short long takes, oh baby, oh. <laughs> no one talks about them. Like no one talks about them. But then then when a filmmaker like can like take that and then stretch it out and uh, still have something that uh, like a a take that is very functional and very thematically resonant. But then is also like this kind of like technical, technically impressive as well. That is like the that is when it that is when my mind is blown uh, yeah. as it was with this film and it continues to be with this film. Uh, yeah. There are still like multiple parts of that uh, final like fifty nine minute take where I'm just like, how the fuck did they do this? Mm. Yeah, yeah, because it like is not like not to harp on about this one, but. It does. Like, it's it's it just half of the goddamn it. film, Karen. It's half. It's half the film, and like, and it's also, it just, I think, the core of the film as well. Yeah, yeah. But like, but like, it just works in like so many ways. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's ridiculous. Like, the more you think about it, the more you realize like what's going on. You know. Yeah. Like, that was me. That was me this morning. Just like woke up really early. I was like lying in bed for like an hour, just like, just like my mind like going through the film. Like, oh my god, like that and that. Like, oh. It's all connected. <laughs> My God. Yeah. Jesus. Like, and that's like, that's a wonderful thing when a film can do that to you, you know? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like just like enforces itself upon your, your, your mental space. Like, mm. so, um, is there anything else we want to say about this one? <laughs> Jesus. Uh, I mean, we could just sit here for ages and just like talk about every, every single one of the, you know, dreamlike connections to the first half of the film that like creates a huge amount of resonance. Uh, you know the, uh, the 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 spell to make the room spin, the fire, the 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 honey, uh, the 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 hair dyed the red, fruit. the apples, yeah, yeah, everything. Um, I mean, every, 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 yeah, everything. Yeah, <laughs> the karaoke, everything. Um, yeah, everything. Yeah, because yeah. it does. Because it does. It, fun- <laughs> it functions. It functions like a dream where it's like you know he he is reconstituting all of the things that he's been thinking about through the entire rest of the film and building it into a narrative to make sense of it, right? Mm. Actually, do you know what? There's... I can't think of another film, actually, that has captured that exact sort of... I don't know if you've ever experienced this sort of, like, dream deja vu, where you're having a dream, or you've ha- just had a dream, and you feel like it. you remember it from a different time, but you can't think of ever having that dream before. Do you ever get that feeling? I feel like I have, yeah. I feel mm. like I've had that feeling before, yeah. So to have that, I'm not sure. It, yeah, kind of lost you. <laughs> <laughs> you. Dream deja vu, man. You know. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, like so. I, yeah, I, I certainly haven't seen that portrayed in film before. So kudos for that as well. Mm. This is Boy Gun's own. It's his second film. Is it? <sighs> it's only his yeah. second. It's only Jeez. his second film. And second about um, um, Kylie. Yeah, yeah, set, set in Kali, which is his hometown. Uh, yeah. in his hometown. His hometown in Ch- in China. Um, yeah, like he's from Kali, which is this kind of kind of you know you know kind of countryish provincial northern Chinese city. You know, it's kind of considered a bit of like a, I think it's considered like a bit of a country bumpkin kind of place. Well, mm. Chinese because mm. um, you can get to the countryside within like half an hour. <laughs> yeah, um, but, uh, but yeah, like like yeah, like he, his first film was uh, Kylie Blues. His first feature film was Kali Blues. Mm. 
mm. which I was something to watch. And it kind of has a, it almost has like a similar narrative structure where it's about this guy who's returning to Curly and kind of is investigating something. Mm. Um, I read that he what, he wanted to make Kylie Blues about time and, about, and he wanted to make this one about memory. That's something I read. Right. He's, a, he's all about his concepts, this fella. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. But yeah, like, like, but like, again, like, he, he was a guy who, like, wasn't all that interested in movies for a long, long time. Uh, like, he's, he's in, like, in his 30s, I think, at the moment. Like, he's kind of got our age, actually, really. Um, and, and so, How like, when you, you talk about, like, big filmmakers, right? Like, he started late. You know, Wait, you, you think, you think about... our age. What do you mean starting late? I, I know, like, it's not, in the grand scheme of things, it's not really that... St- like, he's my age, really. He's older than you guys. Hey, what are you, um, 20, 28? I'm, I'm, dude, I'm 30. I'm 30. Oh, okay. Mm. Oh, He's okay, your age, Kel. All right, all right. But still, you you're like 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30. 30. That's still young, isn't it? Uh, in the grand scheme of things, yes. But if you talk about Hollywood, he's old. Like, talk about, like, when what? Spielberg started, he was, like, 21 or something. Aye, but they all got early fucking... That wee generation, that little pocket, they all started very early, though. That's true, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, like for a long time, Bogan wasn't that interested in film, and then he saw Tarkovsky's stuff, ah, and he was like, "Well, okay, ah, fuck, ah. <laughs> that's hardly what won him around." Like, what? We're talking about someone like Calvin. But there's a lot of Tarkovsky in this film. Like, there's a lot of my favorite Tarkovsky film, The Mirror, oh, absolutely, which I will consistently talk about. <laughs> Uh, you know, it's all you, about you memory. Know. It's all about memory, and it's all about dream states. And the, you, you, it's not directly referencing it at all. Like it, it's, it's it is its own thing, but you can see a lot of the influence in there. Yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Um, of, of Tarkovsky. Um, and I will continue to to try and get you guys to watch the mirror. I might even put it on my list. Who knows? Uh, oh, you naughty boy. <laughs> Put on the list and then just happen to roll it up one day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you hear me? Hear me? Hear me? The roll, roll the dice twenty times in order to actually get to the fucking number. Do, um, do, the, do, do the Jedi dice trick. Yeah. <laughs> roll it. Um, yeah, I want to see more of his stuff. I want to see see him make more stuff because, like, this as you said, Ryan, like, it's a beautiful film. Um, it is. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, piece of um, art. Like. Yeah. Mm. It's got, in fairness, like everything. Everything aside from the visual element, is like I think it's you know, it's like a couple of big concepts, so to speak. You know, it's not like a big, massive, complex storyline or that kind of thing. Um, it's just like it's just enough to hold it. I think you know, it's that kind of thing. Um, it doesn't need storyline, any... man. What is the whole storyline? Because. As I yeah, said in the beginning, I'm still quite confused on... Loke's having a dream, innit? <laughs> no, but the first half, like... like yeah. Like, the timelines like, like, kept getting fucking tripped yeah. up on them, and I was like, what's going you can, on you, you can mother, kind of, So this is Yeah, this is something I picked up what's on happening? probably through my first watch, and then mostly my second watch. You can kind of track the timeline a little bit based on his hair colour, because um, he, he, he's going grey in the present scenes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he's, yeah, yeah, he's, yeah, yeah, yeah. His hair is completely black in the past scenes. It's sometimes a little hard to track because of the lighting, but there's that, and then, but the, yeah, it is kind of a lot. It's quite jumbled um, because it is kind of trying to mirror memory in a lot of ways. But yeah, the general idea is that he's a guy who's returning to his hometown. I think in order to track down um, his mother, an old lover. Yeah, 
in order to track down Tang Wei's character because they were involved and like he you know he he killed someone for her because uh, he was like wrapped up in whatever like criminal shit Wildcat had going on. Like there's that early scene in a cinema where he you know is implied to like shoot someone through the back of a chair. Um, yeah, 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 he was like the guy who was like singing karaoke and had him like strung up. Um, like it's kind of this like crime story thing this kind of noir thing that's happening almost like it's almost just using the noir stuff as like trappings right to to tell this story right uh to like explore this character and so the plot is almost inconsequential to a certain extent apart from the ways in which it kind of impinges upon the main character's sort of psyche um that's the thing like um i'm like sure as you said ryan like um it's like a David Lynch film. It's like an experience rather than a film. I didn't say that. Oh, yeah, I said that. Yeah. You fucking said yeah, that. Right. I've got it recorded. Yeah, yeah. I, I, <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> I, I, compa- I compared it to David Lynch. Oh, yeah. Lynch, but... Oh, no, no, no. You definitely... Yeah, man, I didn't fucking say that. But, yeah. You compared it, you compared it to Tarkovsky earlier on. I heard you compared it to Tarkovsky, Ryan. Um, <laughs> just like a mirror. But yeah, that kind, of, that kind of thing where it's like it's more just about having this pure experience and... Um, and whatever story there is, doesn't really matter. The fact that there is any, you know, is grand, but yeah, literally just, it's a film that you could enjoy purely on the visual um, aspect, like side of things, and that that's enough, really. Because, mm. yeah, because it just fucking looks incredible. <laughs> I like how it's, um, I was reading a bit the about... And Callum, you, you must have been going mad. The blocking, like, come on. The blockage. That's... that's... The oh yeah, yeah. The way that yeah, the way the characters are, like treated in relation to each other within the frame is in the film is just like just fucking masterful. Like, <laughs> oh baby, I was fucking splurging. I was fucking. <laughs> it was a messy watch. Yeah. They nearly use it for like, like transitions, like or set, like to show that in you know in the back to the wonder again, but when they when they set up like a new. Uh, composition it was nearly using that as the transitions do you know what i mean like, mm. yeah yeah mm. it was like moving from from a one kind of shot to another kind of shot right where you're yeah. seeing the characters in it's relation to each other the scene it's like a, yeah. it's a new thing fucking brilliant quite and quite often on the move as well right where it's like yeah 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 you 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 the, the relationship between one character and another kind of changes while they're walking with each other um or following each other, like I think the film actually. So the shot that really struck me on this rewatch, in terms of in terms of blocking, actually, um, is uh, it's in the first half, um, and it's where they're discussing him doing the murder. Hmm. Uh, him, him, and uh, uh, Tang Wei's character, uh, and there, and he's been swimming in that like uh, cellar, that flooded cellar. Hmm. Um, throughout part of the conversation, and he like swims up and like, you know, uh, pulls himself up, and then she walks out, and it it almost looks like she's walking on water, uh, yeah. except you realize that there's just a raised section that she's just walking along that's that's not as flooded kind of thing, um, and that just like immediately struck me as like this like it's almost like he's remembering her as this like kind of otherworldly creature. That he can't quite reach, right? Cool. That he is in service to or below in some way. Because nice. yeah, it, it kind of does look like she's walking on water. <laughs> that he's just been swimming deep inside. Like it's just, that's class. I didn't pick up on that at all. 
I nice. didn't pick up that at all. Yeah, either, no. fucking class. Fair play, Cam. You watched the movie exceptionally well. <laughs> Cam watched it the best, everyone. <laughs> Ten observer points winner. for me. <laughs> we have winner. <laughs> I... Yeah, first of all, I, um, that just reminded me about... Um, I like how this film is one of those ones where it's got a lot of um, sort of constant elements um, going on, which is always a nice uh, thing that I enjoy about these uh, these weird arty movies. Where, yeah, like water and like you know, the colours and that kind of thing. Just these, these little elements that... Um, yeah. Well, they're kind of like things that the, the film is giving you to hold on to, right? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Which is just, uh, yeah. I don't really have much of a point with that. <laughs> but, um, it's like... Yeah, it's another cool thing about this movie. Yeah. I'm playing the film in the background now. I forgot how many shots there are of just people in the cinema with the red with the you know the red chairs. Yeah. Um just like throughout the film. I remember the I remember the one where it's um it goes over the guy's head that he's aiming the gun at, which is an incredible shot. Yeah, yeah. Mm. That's another that's another little one as well. I liked how there's there wasn't too many of these shots, I think, where it um, the camera does is the very first shot is similar um like the, the sort of the how do you how do you like the loop to loop kind of pan <laughs> i don't know how to describe it it's like oh yeah, where it, where it moves up over. from the microphone to yeah. the wall to the ceiling and then up to him resting in bed right yeah 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 those up up and over kind where, of, where kind it of him, yeah where which i realized i only realized on my rewatch that's like him him dreaming, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's he's moving from a dream back to reality. Exactly, and that and that dream is in fact pro- like is probably something that happens after the end of this film. Yeah, you start the fucking right. end of the film, like that's yeah. yeah, that's it. Like it's fucking class. Oh <laughs> yeah, shit. Yeah, well, because she's about she's about to go on stage for the, for the last act, karaoke act, right? Yeah, yeah. It literally picks it picks up in the dream. where it ends before you've started it. Fucking oh! okay, hell! <laughs> oh. That's a brain wrinkler right there. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. This film would make a great double bill with itself. With itself? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it oh, was really good on a rewatch, I will say, because you do catch, like, even though you, like, I think it gives you enough to hold on to that you can pick up on a lot of the thematic resonances that happen in the second half. You do just pick up on a lot more on, on the second rewatch, right? Oh, like, gotcha. Oh, yeah, I was thinking that. Yeah, gotcha. yeah, yeah. I'd love to have um, experienced this in the cinema because partially, oh partially because of the the middle, the, 3D the halfway aspect. scene, the 3D aspect, the halfway scene where like you're watching, you know, the mirror image of yourself in the cinema, and also um, I was reading a lot of things about the release of this film, and it just sounds kind of ghastly because it had this like it had a good enough release, I think. Um, but like in China, it was like it was basically sold to the to the public as like a romance film, like a straight up regular commercial romance film. Oh, okay. And yeah, so yeah. a lot of people went to see it who would never go and see art house movies, and ended up in this like in the artiest of arty, you know, pieces of cinema. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they hate. And it. a lot of people yeah. obviously hated it. Yeah. So um, I'd say it was a very funny experience, especially imagine like be- being by God, like just going like it's like a, a packed theater and everyone's just like, "What the fuck is this?" <laughs> but then I'm sure there's people who were probably converted then and like ended up having my kind of experience, you know? Oh, possibly. Like yeah. I started off as the Chinese audience, but 
came around and like yeah I think, and like that's something he says as well he's like you know the fact that like this ended up being seen by people you know mm. is just kind of kind of cool and like a step in a nice direction because Usually yeah, like it had kind of a film. pretty wide release for such a for such a niche film. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think of like where I first heard about. It. I think I first heard about it through um, one of my, one of my favorite Twitter follows uh, uh, is Aaron Stewart Arn, uh, who actually he's, he's he was the co-writer on Mandy. Good for. Uh, but he uh, he's he's like a big proponent of of Wigan, um, and was like singing his praises around when this film was coming out. Um, and so that that kind of I think that was probably where I first heard about it. it was, so it's the kind of thing of like where it's like it was on the festival circuit, but it was like big on the festival circuit. Like it, it like it wasn't one of these like tiny releases, right? Mm. Uh, which is kind of mm. mind blowing given how like kind of obscure the film is uh, when you're watching it, right? Mm. Um, how occulted and strange it is. Yeah, like I wonder, like I wonder how Not that an experimental. Yeah, mm. like, like how did this? I wonder how this happened. Like, how did it get this wide release? It had a pretty yeah, good well, budget, um, so I think that they were justifying it based on that. Um, I think probably the whoever the producers were were like, "Well, we've got to make our money back on this, so let's like market the shit out of it." Yeah, because there was, I suppose, um, like in the credits, it was hard, it was hardly was it painted in um, the rest of the world outside of China. As a romance film, purely. Uh, no, I think I oh, think right. outside outside of China, it was released more along the, you know, it was it was big in the festival circuit, but it was like everyone kind of knew what they were going in for, kind of thing. Yeah, right. um, it, it played to the like, oh, We're in... watching art films yeah. here. So there's, there's, here's another art film. Uh, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Had a very yeah had a very fraught release in China. Uh, yeah, it's just. Such I've never a... looked at any of the marketing materials, but I can imagine they were terrible. Um... Neither have I, so yeah. But it's a, it's a very just a very funny kind of um, idea of a, a film released to me. It just sounds hilarious. Like... Well, and, and <laughs> the he... the cast as well is like kind of interesting because it's like you've got Tang Wei in there, who's like she's kind of got this like crossover career where she's she's you know appeared in a lot you know a good few Chinese films, but. Has also kind of like had had a lot of crossover success in the West, where she like, you know, she she was in I mean, like a success in in you know, broad terms, uh, <laughs> okay. like like she was in Black Hat, you know, Michael Mann's recent hacker film starring Chris Hemsworth. Uh, she was in Lost Caution, which was uh, Ang Lee's kind of first major film. So you know, like she she's kind of a known name, right? Haven't heard that's, of either that, of those. That's mad. And then, like, that, like, Sil- like Sylvia, Sylvia Chang as well, who like plays the the redheaded woman um, with the flaming torch. Like she she's she's, she's kind of famous in China. Well, that's that's mad, Calm, because like whenever um, he mentions her name to people, they're like, she sounds like a movie star. Mm-hmm. That sounds like a movie uh, like a movie star's name. People always say that when he says says her name to people. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So. Jesus God, <laughs> that's another fucking <laughs> shly little layer there. Oof. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Oof. And like she's an actress in a movie, and like she's like the star of it. Holy what? 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 <laughs> and the start is the end. <laughs> what? <laughs> and like she is a name. <laughs> Jesus. Jesus God. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm just looking. I'm just looking at the IMDb page right now. The top review is a narrative disaster. 
Oh yeah, it's got some. There are too many movies. flashbacks. It's just like what the fuck? Too many flashbacks. <laughs> the editing is a mess. What? Um, I, did, I just don't. I, I sometimes what? I just do not get. I just do not get IMDb reviews sometimes. That's because they do not get what they're talking about. <laughs> yeah. You say that was the top, a top review, like one of the most upvoted, like. Yeah. Jesus. Know, like, that's all that. Um, that's all the Chinese audience. Yeah. There's a nine out of ten it. review here that says I am Chinese and I love it. So. Yeah, that's the one Chinese person that was in the audience. <laughs> it was like, yeah, it's that. <laughs> the one person that stands up the end, like the guy in School of Rock. It's like no vacancy. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's just looking at me. Like, way cooler. <laughs> way cooler. There's, there's, way there's actually a, really a brilliant one-line review here that's just, I don't fully understand it, but my heart is touched deeply. I don't remember any other film. I don't remember any other movie like A Dream so much. Nice. Nice. <laughs> ten out of ten review. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree with review, that whole Review while you're there, Calm. Say nice job. Ah. I, I, I don't have an account the one that would sign oh. in and upload that you don't have a, I, I'm actually surprised you don't have an IMDb account uh, yeah. you know, <laughs> if anyone I know would have an IMDb account it would be you yeah so you can put two two word reviews like that fucking good job <laughs> <laughs> uh, I still love uh, there's actually a really uh, there's a thing on film twitter there's a, there's a meme on film twitter which is like a, you know letterboxd which is that like yeah. site where you can like catalog your films and review them and stuff? Mm. There's, no. there's there's one yeah, there's like let me, let me actually find it uh, so I can quote it correctly. Um, there's a there's a there's a, a really great review of uh, the 2019 Joker film. Oh, oh, this will be good. Which is which is a, a single sentence. Is this going to be like the um, the in the Earth review that I read to you? What was it? Oh yeah, that was mad, wasn't it? Mm. That was very good. No, so so it, it Joker twenty nineteen four stars. This happened to my buddy Eric. Okay. <laughs> oh, what? That's the review. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> the, the, the review is it's a four star review of Joker twenty nineteen. Give it four stars. And it reads, and it reads, this happened to my buddy Eric. <laughs> There's a lot to unpack there, come on. <laughs> What the fuck? Uh, when people discovered this review on Filmster, like Twitter was unusable for a while. Like Filmster was unusable for a while. The servers shut just, down. Like, fall like over themselves. <laughs> it was amazing. Wow. That I I don't think the way to begin with that. That's incredible. Mm. Four stars. We've never gotten over Karen. Yeah, four stars. Four, four star review of Joker 2019. Watch April twenty eighth. Ten, like, not out of five. No. Out of five. It's four out of five. Yeah, yeah. Oh fuck! <laughs> yeah, because it happened to his buddy. Eric. It happened to his buddy. His buddy Eric. Yeah. Must have been very accurate then. Like, you know, he's like <laughs> really I, good movie. I thought at first Eric approved. I thought at first he was like the movie happened to him. Like, like yeah. the guy that wrote the review didn't go and see it. Like his buddy Eric went to see it, and it happened to him. You know, he was exposed <laughs> to this film. <laughs> yeah. But no, he is the Joker. Well, wow. mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's become a bit of a meme now. Like I think someone did a like did an edit of it of, of the of the same screenshot, but it's a review of the end of Evangelion from nineteen ninety seven, which is a bizarre fucking film. Uh... God damn. 
I don't, I don't, anyway. I don't, I don't think that's a that's a memeable, memeable thing. Like it's already like the most ridiculous it, it can be. It already encapsulates itself. <laughs> yeah, right? you can't it's, go any further. It's self-contained. <laughs> it's inexplicable. Uh, you you can only sit there and absorb it. Yeah, right. Like this film. Uh, hey, it's a, it's a happening. You, you go with you go way. along with it. You, you 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 take the ride and you just fucking you just sit there. Cam, that is a yes, Cam, that was a mighty segue. That was very <laughs> mighty. Um, well, I, I want just I want to just mention like this is often my favorite kind of film where you kind of can't fully intellectualize. Oh it. yeah, absolutely. Um, I love this. It shit. kind of demands that you just kind of sit and absorb it yeah, um, yeah. and just go with it and, and vibe with it oh, no, um, yeah, no. this is my bag you know, completely but like mm. if anything I kind of yeah you know, like I really embrace when I can't understand a film sometimes if it's if that's clearly well, what's meant I, to be happening I, I have to say the opposite like I'm, I'm usually you know, yeah that's why I was, surpri- I was surprised yeah. when oh, you, I, um, I like a t- I like I like a tightly plotted film I, li- I like a film that I I I like a lot of dodgy action films. I like a lot, of, a lot of films that are like very surface level, right? Like, well, not surface level, but like they wear their heart on their sleeve kind of thing, right? And they're very mm. kind of like straightforward. I like a lot of those films, but I also I don't know. I have a soft spot for films that are just almost <clears throat> entirely inexplicable and kind of work on you despite that, right? Mm. Like uh, you still feel the fuck it. At me when I don't understand the film, <laughs> but um, no, yeah, as you said, when you feel it, like. Oh I yeah, this, um, this is how I feel a lot about like David Lynch films, right? Or like yeah. Tarkovsky, right? It's like, like, like Ryan was saying at the start. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Lynch, I, Lynch, and Tarkovsky. I nailed it in the beginning. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. nailed. This, on this is just like the film. I didn't think that happened, but now that I'm thinking about it. It, it did. <laughs> oh, is this the start of the podcast or the end? How long has it been going on? Um, the sound, the sound. That's we talk, the fucking audience are thinking. Can we talk? Yeah. <laughs> can we talk about the soundtrack? Because uh, the soundtrack is fucking dear. Oh as yeah. Well. I really like the soundtrack. The theme tune was weirdly reminding me of. There's like some absolute classic, like two thousands Kerrang song, that I kept thinking it was going to go into, but I can't place it. I don't know if that like. <laughs> I don't even know what you're doing. Yeah, about. I don't know if like that applies to you or anyone. This could just be me. But... <laughs> It sounds like very, something very specific to your yeah. context, like yeah. But it's something you would have heard, like. But yeah, I was like, but anyway, the rest of the soundtrack. I just wanted to throw that out there, just in case one of you was like, "Oh my god." I did think it sounded vaguely like a pop song that I couldn't think of. Ah, okay, um, okay, okay. But um, I didn't think any of that, anything of that at the time. But no. maybe, I don't know. No. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um. Yeah, who come? Who did the the soundtrack? Was it, um? Was it, was it fully? Ooh. Yeah, more to the point. <laughs> that foley. There was some uh, the, bad the, shit happening. The, the music was by uh by Point Sue, which you could which consists of actually two people, uh, Chi Yuan Su and uh Gyung Lim. Um, hmm. Yeah, it was a... uh, actually, oh, oh, actually, point of order. There were three cinematographers on this. Oh, film. indeed, indeed, yeah, mm. yeah. Uh, and actually, they traded off during the one as well, like two of them. Uh, Did they? So there's one cinematographer for the, f- for the first half, and then for the second half, there was two cinematographers. Um, okay, oh. that they kind of, tra- I think they traded off uh, certain sections. Strange. 
very odd, but it all holds together. Like, yeah. But they were rehearsing for that shit for months. Um, oh yeah. Mm. Um. Yeah. The um, sound. Yeah, the soundtrack was. Um, <laughs> I'm just looking through the. Was fun. Was fun- yeah, the soundtrack was fun- was fantastic. It was one of those soundtracks that a is just really good, fucking good. First of all, um, and b yeah has its like couple has this kind of theme. It's like reprising sort of theme that happens. And just every time, yeah. every time it just like it works perfectly for whichever scene it's in. Um, expertly used. Mm. Yeah, really enjoyed that. I'd have to agree. Good man. But there's, I, I was <laughs> saying there's a couple of weird moments with the foley, like um, there's a moment where there was a candle lit in the corner. This is oh, this is all in the first half. Hmm. And it sounded like a fire blazing. And I was like, what the fuck <laughs> is going on here? Yeah, I was like, why? <laughs> and then like <laughs> later on, the van is like so quiet. Oh, yeah, when, when he's following it. in the tunnel and the, you know, the van mm. is just like almost and silent. it's in the but, tunnel, yeah. yeah. I was like, hmm, what? That, well, that was a very interesting shot because am I right in saying it kind of, it's it's like two shots in one, like it starts off with like, it's like looking at him walking towards the camera, and the camera is like kind of, present, and the camera is kind of in, in the van, and then it moves across, and then he's driving the van. Uh, oh, I can't it. quite recall, but I think that I think, I think there might be goes, a bit of editing there. Yeah, yeah, that was class. Is it? Is it not when? It, are you talking about the beginning of that? Like when he's walking up the street? This is in the first half, or in the present? Yeah, in the first half. Yeah. So he's walking up the street in the present. In the tunnel. And then it p- pans to the left while it's raining. Yeah. Yeah, and the, and and the rain is like... You can, and then it goes back into the past. Yeah, you can see that the rain is like streaming down like um, yeah, a piece of glass. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. at first I was like, oh, that's that's oh. cool. They, they, they must be like covering the camera with something so that the rain doesn't get to it. But it looks like it's raining and that's causing the blurring and stuff. I was like, yeah, that's cool. And then suddenly... You were, and then so I realized I was inside the van with him. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. A lot of water in this film. Very damp film. Yeah, yeah. That's what I was saying. Moist, yeah. Very moist, very moist film. A cool very moist. Mm, very moist. Very moist. <laughs> get, get up close to your mic and say that. Very moist. Very, very moist. Oh, very moist. Very moist. And with that, they lost the last listener. <laughs> who <laughs> um but no yeah i mean like I'm, yeah i'm actually just re-watching that shot that i mentioned with whether it's the two halves of the, of the flooded cellar and yeah it's only when she reaches the opposite wall that you really notice that she's actually walking on like cement like a cement surface cement. under the water cement. cement um but yeah cool. yeah this whole film is like drenched <laughs> like there's, there's rain everywhere uh mm. It starts flooding. I feel like it starts, lots of water signs. I think like it starts yeah. off wetter. Mm. The first half is quite wet, and then yeah, yeah, yeah. The second half. <laughs> they, really they get rid of for the second half because they, they, they have like on a, just on a technical level, they have to be, have a bit more control. But I think there's also mm, I feel like there's something in there thematically, but I'd have to rewatch the film really to actually probably dig into it. There's probably some like overarching concept that ties it together. It's not just mm. wet then dry. Well, because it is quite intentional. It's quite yeah, intentional absolutely. because like. There's all that talk on the radio yeah, of like the, that gets repeated yeah, of like yeah, the yeah. rain and the mudslides and all that mm, coming mm, in. Yeah, mudslides, yeah. mudslides, mudslides. Mm. Yeah, yeah geez, there's a lot. There's yeah, a lot going on in this film. 
Um, yeah, Christ. <laughs> and like, and like when when he's in the in like the is it the prison where he's like talking to the woman? Hmm. Uh, and there's like that there's like that chicken wire kind of fence between them. Oh, and that's like. But at a certain at a certain point in the scene, the background starts to. That was bulletproof glass. Oh yeah, yeah, he's actually yeah, yeah. <laughs> but at some point well. in the scene, but at <laughs> some point, at, at some point in this, it is glass with the wire in it, right? Like, but um, <laughs> but at, at some point during that scene, like in the background, the background starts to move and like drip with water, oh. and it's very subtle. It? Oh. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't see that. Um, Interesting. Yeah, like it starts to slowly like parallax behind them and and drip with uh, with like as if as if there's like water running down the walls behind them. Um, and of course, that's another example of the honeycomb shape. The chick tree and the wire. Honey honey uh, uh, is a is a running thing in the zone. Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Like, fucking hell. Maybe the, maybe the water coming down, it's like, I don't know. Yeah. Oh, good, good point. Yeah, good like point. The, I don't know, like, I was just thinking about, like, like the, with the wet and dry, it's like, you know, the, like, the waking world, the dreaming world kind of thing. You know, them meeting together, that kind of crack. Shit like that, I don't know. Ask by Gan, I don't know. Mm. W- w- water mm. is like the threshold. Yeah. Ask the Bay again. Yeah. Water is the what? The threshold. I'm just bullshitting, Ryan. Um, mm. Yeah, I'd have to probably like, rewatch the film again. Which I, I'm eager to, actually, because... I'm, I also want to, yeah. It's quite a lovely film to rewatch. Um... Because you do, you can just kind of sink into it, you know, mm. um, and just kind of exist in its world, which I like in a film. I like when a film can do that, when it can, when it can just like fill out its world so thoroughly that you can just kind of slip into it and just kind of absorb it. Yeah, because because the, the first time around there is a little, well, a slight bit of like you're a bit more kind of upright because you kind of like just mainly with the water, you because know, he's watching that going, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Whereas the second time then, you can like just, yeah, sit, sit back a bit, and uh, you know what's coming, you know what's happening already, you can, you can just, like, yeah. And because of all those um, recurring elements and stuff, like, there's definitely so much to to realise the second time, and pick up on and recognise the, the little recurring the elements. The to, to follow along. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, a, it's a rich film, it's very rich and thick and luscious. Like more. Are there any other elements to discuss, really? I don't know. I mean, the the Warner is is like the the, the main thing point of discussion, I think, with this. Yeah. We come, I, I'm, the shit I'm, out I'm, I'm, I, Yeah. So towards towards the end of my second re- my my second watch, the uh, I'd I'd actually I'd forgotten about the firecracker. Oh man. That he lights. Yeah. And what? And as soon as he lit it, I was like. Oh fuck! Because <laughs> I just remembered how it ends the film, mm. where it does that whole thing where it follows them down into the into the house and it does all the spinning, and then it and mm. then the camera moves away from them and tracks all the way back up to the backstage area, and then witnesses the end of the like the firecracker burning down. Yeah, when that happened, um, and it does all of that in real time. It's just like yeah, Cal, when that oh, when that God. happened, I I sat up and said, "I hear." <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, film was good when you fucking shouted it. <laughs> like what? Yeah. <laughs> you have to. You can't. Like your only reaction is to get up and just like vocalize. <laughs> it's fantastic. 
So yeah, Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, ten out of ten. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I don't. I, I, yeah, it's a weird one to recommend. I feel I'd like I'd love to show people, but then like, you know. I don't know. I think I'd recommend this in a heartbeat. I guess so. It's the it's one you have to stick with. I think you. Know, there'd be a danger that like mm. because like yeah because in the first half you know I had that mentality. I was just like ah. You know, I feel like if I recommend it to someone, there's danger that they'd like just get like halfway through the half, first half and just be like, nah, <laughs> I just turn it off. But like, you have to stick with it and and get into the the second half to really appreciate what's going on. Mm-hmm. So maybe I'll just go with that proviso. Tell them not to be a gourmet and just fucking you know, sink into the dream. Well, uh, I think the good thing about it is it's not a super long film, right? It's like it's it's kind of it's quite it's quite long, but it's like not like crazy long. Well, yeah, two hours or something. Two, two, two hours, hours, hours plus, is it? Two hours. It's two hours eighteen. Yeah. Pe- uh, people are used to that. Yeah. Right? Like, it's, it's, oh yeah, people are yeah. Like it's, it's yeah, it's, almost almost too used to it. I would say. Yeah, <laughs> like it's, it's a slow burn, but like it's not the slowest of burns either. Yeah. No, no, no. This ain't this ain't a this ain't a Stalker, uh, or a Solidaris, right? Oh Jesus, no! That's that's the next step on from from this. You, Thank heavens! You uh, Thank heavens! You no. indoctrinate them with this, and then you bang on like the the six hour fucking war films. Then you <laughs> radicalize them with that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> radicalize them. Radicalize them with fucking Andrei Rublev. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Make that their first Tarkovsky. Jeez. <laughs> I, I love Andrei Rublev, but yeah, not not the place to start with, with Tarkovsky. Of course like, uh, I think weirdly the place to start with Tarkovsky is Stalker. Uh, I think probably because he's his most, his most well-known. It's kind of his most genre-y, you know. Yeah. It's fairly straightforward. It doesn't really jump around in time all that much. It's kind of just like... You're just following these dudes. It's just guys being dudes. I mean, who doesn't like that? Who doesn't like that? <laughs> <laughs> Trying to find the room that Grant wishes. Um, oh, I just love the mirror so much. Uh, <laughs> um, anyway, long day's journey night into night. Good, extremely good. In fact, I was very say. good. Well, it's probably one of very one of my one of the my favorite films I've seen in in recent years. Mm, okay, I would say. But I don't know, like. I might say that today, and then we'll like, you know, think of another film tomorrow. I don't know. Definitely the best movie I've watched this week. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, I watched um, I watched Doctor Sleep this week, and I was very impressed with that as well. Doctor Sleep is real good. Oh, um, yeah, I will say that much. And you still need to watch that. Is it on any streaming services? Uh, I think it might be on Amazon Prime actually. Oh, grand! I think it's probably on Google Play and shit like that as well. You know, I don't do that. Cal. Did you watch the theatrical or the director's cut? I actually watched the the long cut. Yeah, yeah. I think it's better. Actually, like, yeah, like I actually watched the, the director's cut as well. Whoops. Um, yeah, I think it. I th- it doesn't add that much. Like it, it adds just like a few little coders to scenes and shit like that. I mean, it adds a half hour, but yeah, like it adds a half hour <laughs> in terms of like several scenes, several bits of scenes. But I think it. I think it like is not. Um. Yeah, I I I think it is because it it does add so much to like, thematic resonance to the film. You just um, said it doesn't add that much. <laughs> no, no. I it just in terms of runtime, it doesn't add that huge oh, amount. Half an hour adds a half, half hour, hour, which is like when you get actually cut out between between chunk. scenes, like that's like yes, spread out. You like. know, a couple minutes on it on each scene or whatever. You mm. know, 
or, or you know, it's like one scene that's like a couple minutes, right? Um, here, there. Yeah, it's spread, it's spread widely. Like. Yeah, yeah. Like if you actually like compare it, I think to the theatrical, there's not like, huge differences. There's just like one or two bits that are extended, or there's like you know one scene that's like, that's inserted, right? It's good. <laughs> I think it's good. Well, uh, I certainly okay. enjoyed the okay. feck out of the version I watched. So there you go. So um, yeah, should we roll up the next uh, our next movie show? Yeah, I feel like we've kind of yeah. we've discussed quite a bit. Um, now I've refreshed the left because I actually left it a few films. Have you added Fast and the Furious to it yet? Mm. Uh, I have all of them. Not. All of them. Yeah. It, <laughs> one, one through eight. Uh, one through nine. Roll. No, I haven't. Um, let's see. This is roll and see what we get. Uh, okay. First option: The Great Silence. From 1968. Ooh, that's a cool title. It is a spaghetti western. Oh, directed by Sergio Corbucci. Okay. Nice. The second best spaghetti western director. Um, <laughs> that's a in the words of, in the words of, in the words of Tarantino. Serious selling um, point there. That could be cool. I think that's all I need to know about this, really. Yeah. Second option. Roadhouse again. I mean, we keep getting Roadhouse. <laughs> Not yet, either. We do <laughs> keep getting... <laughs> Not yet. Hold off, Ida. Hold off. Oh, there. We'll get to you. We'll get to you. Jeez, I'll, I wouldn't mind checking out a little Western. Huh. So, sorry, yeah. Ida. <laughs> the ghost of Ida is raging. We've, <laughs> we've done Ida a lot, Mike. We have, we have. But, Ryan, like, let's face it, you want to do Ida a bit more. Ah, oh, yeah. Who doesn't want to do uh, Ida a bit more, huh? Yeah. No, it's fucking just forget to get a bit deeper in that. Like... <laughs> <laughs> oh, that could be our, the title of the next podcast in which we speak to her. Uh, the uh, opinions of the other hosts uh, do not reflect my own. Uh... <laughs> oh, they do. Oh, they do um, come. No, yeah, we'll, we'll 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 get to the roadhouse. Like we've rolled it up a few times. I think we'll I think we'll be yeah. getting to it pretty soon. But, but for um, now. Yeah, I, I I would not mind watching uh, a, a spaghetti western. Excellent. With a bit of Sergio Kubucci. The uh, Grande Silencio, whatever the fuck. Mm. <laughs> Klaus Klaus Kinski is in it, which could go either way. Uh, anyway, we'll get we are. We'll discuss it next time. Yeah, sure. I I just saw that the music's by Ennio Marconi, so we're. We're in safe hands, I think. In good hands. Fan. Oh, right, then. Fantastico. Nice. Very hill. Fan. Dabby Dozy. Dabby Until then. Goodbye, goodbye. <laughs> 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 Damn. You got a lot of goddamn wisdom, boys.